This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, some King Street business owners are hopping mad. And it looks like the mayor's efforts to make a deal with them, to offer them some carrots, uh, those efforts are not working. The business owners have renewed a campaign to halt or drastically cut back the King Street pilot project that prevents drivers from traveling more than a block on King Street before they have to turn right. The businesses say their sales are down by as much as 50% and they're challenging City Hall's numbers about the benefits for transit riders. Now, according to To this group of business owners, during the morning rush, there's been an average travel time reduction of 12 seconds eastbound, 24 seconds westbound, and during the afternoon rush, there's been an average travel time reduction of 102 seconds, that's uh, less than two minutes, eastbound, and 150 seconds uh, westbound. So... That is very, very different from the numbers that we've seen from the city so far. The city says that ridership is up almost 25% and that during the afternoon rush, the slowest streetcar travel times have improved by about four minutes in each direction. And that is only one of the areas where they differ. Right now, we are going to Al Carbone, the man who is officially, unofficially known as the unofficial mayor of King Street and the owner of the Kit Kat. Hi, Al. Hi, good afternoon, Libby. How are you today? I'm fine. Al, uh, how's your business doing? Now, my business is doing well, but my health and my voice, I'm losing it. Uh-huh. Like, I'm doing well for one reason. Yeah, what's that? The The city hall said, put up uh, some sculptures, and then we're going to animate the street. So I did it, and for the last eight days, they were right. It's helped my business. Okay, you're talking about that ice sculpture uh, with a, a big middle finger. Yeah, fuddle-duddle, I call it. Okay, um, so the ice sculpture uh, thumbing your middle finger at City Hall is useful, but what was happening before that? Uh, before, from November the 12th to now, or to well, eight days since, ago. Since the, since the pilot project yeah. started, we were down 41 to 50 to 60%, a lot of the businesses. Orma, Ontario Restaurant Hotel Motel Association, has figures and facts that... From Bathurst to Simcoe, is 41%. Other places are 50 or 60%. DTC and they're saving 160 seconds. It's not worth putting people out of business. We pay high taxes, high rents, high utility. You name it, we're paying for it. There's a war on small business, and I'm standing up for all the small businesses who can't afford to lose 41% of their income. And, and still survive. Are you sure that it was uh, all because of the pilot project? I mean, of, we had course, some very bad course, weather. Of course, I'm sure. I've been here for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Bad weather, other restaurants are full. How do you explain that? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and um, uh, the city offered, they said, that they're going to launch a, um, a media campaign to well, assure people. L- L- Libby, can I yeah. interrupt? Sure. They've they been saying for three months, and we lose money every day. We're a cash flow business. We, we need the money. And we need the we need street parking. They're not giving us anything that we ask for. Whether it's small, I'm asking for a lot. I'm asking them to re, reverse hashtag reverse the king car ban because it's a ban on cars. Well, there. Uh, I mean, one of the things that the mayor is saying is that by calling it a ban on cars, you're actually discouraging people for coming from coming. Well, we. we uh, every interview I've had, mm-hmm. I, Libby, I've asked people to call the restaurant, call their favorite restaurant that's included, that's included. Mm-hmm. And? Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Yep. I'm having a hard time with the, with the volume on your side. Can you turn it up? Because well, there's a little bit of a distraction. I well, it's, I, I don't control um, okay, that volume. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Um, I'll speak louder. So uh, what what you're asking for, a complete reversal or a ban? Originally, the Restaurant Association was saying, hey, why don't you just uh, reverse the ban after 7 in the evening and on the weekends? Would that well, satisfy you? No, it won't, because it's, uh, it's too confusing for the people. They're going to still have rules, and they're still going to get tickets. We, we, we want people to be friendly here. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my solution was morning rush hour, that's one thing. You're going to save two minutes, so what? Save two minutes in the morning. We're still open for lunch Monday to Friday, and we're open seven nights a week. If it's in the morning, don't come to Toronto. We are open for business after 10. The Toronto is, is you know... Mm-hmm. So you don't you you say reverse it at any time after the morning rush. Keep it in the morning rush. Keep it in the morning rush only. It's not confusing, and the best thing is they don't have enough streetcars. Mm-hmm. People are still waiting for one, two, or three streetcars coming east or west. They they can't get on. Days like the day, they're not sheltered. They're waiting in the middle of a, a near bus. A streetcar stop, and uh, it's raining, for example, or it's freezing. You know, we've been here for almost 30 years, Libby, Mm -hmm. and we've never seen anything like this, and it started November the 12th. Okay, let me ask you one more thing. Um, The numbers you have, where did you get those numbers you have for the amount of time? They're city numbers themselves. Look on their records. Okay, because that's not the numbers that they're using. Well, they're fudging it. That's why they don't want to. They don't want you to know what what they're using. Mm-hmm. If it's real or not real, the numbers we found I are real. Really hear it. Um, okay, so you're saying that it's not worth it. And uh, are any of the things that the city uh, was was promising you or talking about, like a a special kind of winterlicious and breaks on parking? That's that's not good uh, enough. Libby, I don't do winterlicious to begin with. Uh-huh. I've, I've done it in the beginning, but, you know, we, we get more cancellations out of that than we do reservations. Okay, so that's not, uh, that's not a not thing. A, well, why should I discount? I'm already discounting 50% of my business. How much more do I have to discount? 
Okay. Uh, can just before we let you go, Al, what is your next move in this? Well, we're mobilizing. If they don't reverse, reverse, uh, hashtag reverse, king car ban, we're going to make step up our step up our efforts. I want to see streetcar parking. Uh, you know these eight thousand parking spots that they're talking about might be throughout the whole city because I'm downtown all the time. I don't know where I can find eight thousand you know parking spots. Mm-hmm. And as far as advertising go, they're doing this because they know they destroyed our business. Now they're going to do this to get it back. The only way we could get it back is if uh, we go back to the status quo. Okay. Al Carbone, uh, I'm sure that we'll be talking about this for a while. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Okay. Uh, have I'll, a good day. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, we are now going to bring in Councillor Michael Thompson uh, with the other view on this. Councillor Thompson, welcome. Good afternoon, Libby. Okay, so first of all, uh, I want to get to those numbers. Uh, The businesses on King Street have given some very different numbers on this. Um, And they say they come from the city. They say it only saves uh, 12 seconds eastbound, 24 seconds westbound in the morning, and uh, 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 102 seconds eastbound and 150 seconds westbound in the afternoon. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I haven't actually crunched the numbers, but uh, I'm relying on the TTC with respect to the numbers that they have. I understand that there are difference of opinions with respect to the numbers that uh, uh, you're being quoted from some in the, the uh, business community on on King Street, and those are different from the TTC. I think that irrespective of what the numbers are at this particular point in time, Lizzie, is that um, we need to actually collaborate and work together to address some fundamental issues. One, we had a problem with respect to people traveling on the King Street car. We had uh, business owners complaining about their staff not getting to work on time. We had people complaining about you know, not being able to uh, get to their destination and so on. And so we we are attempting to address that. We recognize that uh, as a result of attempting to address that, we have encountered some additional problems that are causing some problems for the business owners there. And and, and we get that. We, We realize that is a problem. So we're trying to address that. And I think what we want to do is to uh, obviously get the information that will allow us to ensure that the integrity of the pilot itself is not going to be impacted and at the same time trying to address the issue that the business owners have brought forward saying, look, our sales are down, we're not having enough traffic and so on. We've talked about animation, we've talked about a series of things with the business owners there in terms of how we can collaborate. And by the way, i just make this last point um, before I allow you to ask your next question. Prior to the pilot being brought into effect, I did reach out to the BIAs in the area to say, are you okay with respect to what is going to be brought in? Have you been part of the process? And uh, the answers I received were, yes, we're okay. We're going to give it a try and so on. And now we're giving it a try. We've heard that there are some issues and we're now trying to sort out those particular challenges in order to ensure the integrity of the pilot can, can, can stay in effect. And at the same time, the businesses can actually have more customers. And I'm not sure if it's exclusively because of the streetcar issue, why the businesses down because we've had some amazingly cold weather that we've not seen in a very long time. 
well, again, I mean, wh- when you see uh, businesses down that much, assuming uh, that you believe those numbers, uh, you know, it, it it seems like that needs a drastic fix and, and uh, you know, an online uh, little uh, campaign or a break, a couple of bucks break on parking doesn't seem like it's going to do it. Sure. I think that it is... Um incumbent on us to work to ensure that the the businesses obviously survive. It is not the intention of City Hall to, um, if you will, put people out of business. That's just not the uh, business that we're actually in. I I can't really comment on the numbers that are being communicated by the uh, business leaders there. I can tell you that the city is is waiting to get its own um, independent uh, information of numbers and so on. But let's just put the numbers aside for the moment. The fact of the matter is that there is a problem with respect to trying to address um, the issues that the business leaders have brought forward. We at the moment at the city are attempting to figure out how we can obviously respond to their, 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 their requests in order to ensure that the integrity of the program, which is to ensure that people can um, you know, travel on King Street in a manner that actually allows them to actually travel as opposed to being delayed and so on. And so we recognize that there has been some, uh, obviously, um, effect of the pilot program. And what we're trying to do right now is try to correct those so that we can actually ensure that the businesses are actually uh, generating businesses, business for themselves, and that the flow of um, transit riders is such that, that they're able to traverse King Street in a manner that we would want them to, that responds to a what was a growing um, you know, concern that had been going on for some time about the lack of mobility, the lack of moving people in a, in a timely fashion on King Street. Now, uh are you at all open? Is City Hall at all open to what they're asking for? They've been saying at least uh, reverse it after 7 o'clock and uh, on the weekend. So we had a meeting last uh, last Friday with um, the business leaders. Uh, Mr. Carbone was one of the uh, leaders that were there as well. Um, and by the way, I can tell you, I actually love Al Carbone. He's a really amazing guy, actually. So I, I, we are friends. And a great character in the city. A- absolutely. I mean, absolutely. No, he's absolutely a stellar person. So we had the meeting with the mayor that the mayor had um, invited the business leaders to come in. We talked about um, a variety of things, and we heard from them in terms of what their requests were. This was just last Friday. Um, we indicated to them that we're going to bring the uh, requests as part of a process to look at each and every one of the requests that's been made and to see how that actually um, would relate to the integrity of the pilot program. Because remember, we're only like a few months in to the pilot. And I realize the impact that they, that, that, that they have said that they're having on their businesses. So we are looking at it. So to your question, we are looking at how we can address the requests of the business leaders. Okay, hang on a sec, uh, Councillor Thompson. Let's take a call from Stephen in Parkdale. Hello, sure. Stephen. Hi, Libby. How are you doing today? Fine. How are you? All right. What I'm not understanding is both sides agree more people are moving on the uh, streetcars, right? Right. So would this not make maybe more sense? You don't want to be slowing down the streetcars, but maybe for the sake of the business, Add a few extra stops so that people can get off and go into these restaurants and uh, 
you know, as opposed to having to try and find parking. I don't understand why this isn't actually working out better for the businesses by having them. Because a lot of their customers drive, and uh, that's the issue. Uh, that uh, uh, the business owner saying it's too hard for them to drive, it's too hard to find parking. You know, a lot of people come in from the suburbs <coughs> taking a show or whatever. Okay. Is it hard to find parking even before this? Uh, well, um, there was there was quite a lot of street parking. I mean... Uh, or people think they're going to be uh, hassled. So, um, Councillor Thompson, do you but, have but anything maybe, to say yes, to can that? Can I just say this? The, the, the point that you just made there about people feel that they're being hassled or would be hassled, I think one of the uh, problems at the outset of the pilot program that people started to to say things like, King Street is closed, you can't come to King Street anymore, you can't drive on King Street anymore, you can't uh, park here. And, and yes, the parking is, is, is no longer, but there's off-street parking, which is something that I'm told is, uh, is available. And it's one of the questions that the business leaders have been saying, well, you know, is that true or not true? The fact of the matter is that there is a need to, um, as uh, Mr. Carbone has said, you know, what about people with disabilities and so on? They can't just uh, stop in front of my place or many others that can't drive along the street. We are looking at some of those things and so on, but I think there was a problem at the outset where people started to say that King Street was closed or there's a ban, you can't come to King Street. So people took that upon themselves to mean that it would be very challenging and very difficult. Part of the exercise now is to remind people that King Street is not closed. There is an opportunity for people to go there and so on, and the city wants to work with the businesses, but at the same time, Ensuring that the integrity of the pilot program is still maintained, we are looking at the requests that they have made, and it was only a few days ago that the request was put in. Staff are working on this because this is an important issue, and we want to resolve this as quickly as possible. Okay, uh, let's hear from Dave in Brampton. Hello, Dave. Hi. I think they could have made it a very simple uh, thing by... uh just making it no left turns and not allowing people to drive where the streetcars go. And I would have improved everything without screwing up the businesses. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that's a thought, I guess. Um, Councillor well, Thompson? I just, again, I just wanted to say that, and, and thank you very much for the comment, Dave. Uh, again, there was a tremendous amount of uh, deliberation and discussions that went into place prior to the pilot being implemented. Uh, people agreed that this was uh, the appropriate approach at the time when it was uh, deter- discussed, and the recommendations and, 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 and the plan was put into place. And so, you know, as I said, representatives representatives from the respective BIAs along King Street who represent those businesses were also part of the discussion. And so it wasn't as if, um, you know, the city had taken up this particular position onto themselves and say, we are going to make a decision without consultation. A consultation occurred. And so we're recognizing that, um, you know, that uh, perhaps in November when it was implemented may not have been the best time. I do think that uh, that was not necessarily the best time, but we're learning from that. But it's, again, uh, Uh, to your caller. We are trying to work with the businesses. We're trying to ensure, though, that the integrity
integrity of the pilot itself is not going to be affected, and at the same time, trying to uh, respond to the requests that the uh, business uh, owners have uh, made. As chair of economic development, it is not my job to try to put businesses out of business. It is our job to encourage business and to create opportunities and so on, and realizing that I didn't have a lot to do at the outset with respect to the pilot itself, other than agreeing that this was something that we should do, but we're learning now that some of the uh, things that we had put in place are not working as well as we thought it would, and so we're working to address those to redress the uh, the concerns that have been brought to our attention by the business leaders. Okay, well, I think that's the first time I've, I've heard uh, anyone from City Hall say that maybe November wasn't the best time. Uh, is there anything else you... Do you want me to say it again you'd... for you? Pardon? <laughs> do you want me to say it again? Because well, is there anything there. else you'd like to leave us with? I'd say that's, uh, you know, that's a, that's, that's a step in uh, meeting their concerns for sure. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, as I said, you know, we, we do respect the business leaders. We do realize and do agree, uh, at least from my perspective, that there is uh, impact as a result of the pilot. And the question is, how do we then, um, you know, uh, address that in a way that allows the pilot to continue and at the same time allow the businesses to generate more customers, to encourage people to uh, visit King Street? I mean, King Street is a, is, is, is a is an amazing part of the ecosystem of the city, and uh, I do realize that it has been impacted. I've gone on King Street, I've walked it, I've seen it, um, and I think that there are some things that must be done in order to address and alleviate the concerns that have been brought by the uh, business leaders, and that's something that we're actually working on at the, as we speak, and I'm hopeful that we can get to a position where we could actually put some uh, changes in place that it's at the same time maintain the integrity of the pilot program itself and at the, and also provide the businesses with that uh, relief, if you will, that is needed in order to ensure that uh, their businesses are not going to be suffering um, ongoing forward. Okay. Councillor Michael Thank Thompson, you. thanks. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Nice Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Britain appointing a minister of loneliness. Is that something that we need here? Because social isolation is a terrible thing. Uh, before we go to break, the numbers to call if you want to talk about your take on this. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, and we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.